Joe, I decided I want to do something different on this episode for the first time in the entire history of doing uh, this freaky show, if you're okay with it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm not going to try to do a ghostly intro and sound like an idiot for like eight seconds and then give up on myself. <laughs> I want to... I'm gonna cold open this one. Just not even gonna, just not even gonna try the bit, let alone. I'm not, it. not even gonna try. And it, it, I'm it, into it. it. It's fine. What do you mean? You do you not like the? Do you not like my attempts at a creepy uh, opening? Oh no, I think it's fantastic. I just, right. uh, I, I appreciate your acknowledgement that that it's just like you know, it's the last episode of this season's freaky show, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we've got guests and, and, uh, just giving up on it before even the bit starts. It's like, yeah, okay. Makes yeah. Sense. Well, it's really the guest's fault why I'm not doing it because I don't like to look stupid in front of pretty girls. So yep. I, uh, I choose not to, uh, look dumb. Instead, I'd rather talk about not looking dumb in front yep. of pretty girls because that's even better. But, um, our guests today are uh, Lindsay and Morgan. They uh, host Babes of Lore. Uh, for those of you guys who have been uh, been with this freaking show for quite some time, we had them on last October. Uh, I think it, it was during uh, this freaking sh- uh, show last year, I believe. I think it was like maybe the last episode of that uh, season as well, where they uh, started up their very own podcast and. Uh, We'll talk to them a little bit. We'll let them describe uh, what their podcast is about. Uh, and I did have them on earlier this year to kind of, like, recap, like, the ending of uh, the first season of their stuff. I don't – basically, hello, girls. Thank you for being here. Hello. There we go. Yeah, I don't even – I don't know why I'm even trying to attempt to do this whole drawn-out explanation when you guys are here and can clearly do it a lot better than I can. Well, we just muted the microphone to let you do your intro, so yeah, we right. Interrupt. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. We were laughing a lot too, so there's that. <laughs> I I believe that because <laughs> because if I know Morgan like I know Morgan, she laughs at weird things for no reason at all, like pudding. <laughs> there we go. Excellent. <laughs> uh, but Lindsay Morgan, thank you guys for being here. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us. We appreciate you guys. Always supporting our our endeavors in the podcast world. <laughs> I I could I could honestly admit on this show because I really don't care what people feel. Um, I think out of all of my friends who have created podcasts and who have talked about it and whatever, I think I've supported you guys more than anyone else, and I think I have more faith in you than I do anyone else. Uh, oh well, thanks. Uh, well, yeah. Um, thank you for that. Appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's just, it, 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 I don't know what it is, like, because I, here's the thing, I've seen friends try podcasts and just give up. Uh, we talked about it last year, and Joe knows that the rule of nine or whatever, is nine episodes, right, Joe? Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe will talk more this time around, too. That's right. <laughs> sure, if you let him, Travis. Oh, oh my gosh. Mute yourself. Uh, but it, it's just you guys have more of the, I think, the attitude you need in order to create a podcast where you do have the determination. Uh, and one of the things we did talk about at the beginning, uh, you know, the very first time we talked was the commitment podcasting does take, especially when you're trying to do like a weekly show and everything. You guys seen it firsthand a lot with life choice or not life choice, but uh, life uh, events and stuff that kind of 
prevent like weekly episodes. Joey and I have been victims of it over the eight years of doing this where, you know, we're trying to even double down on weekly shows to catch up to the 400th mark we should be at, and we're not. Um, so for those of you who do listen to uh, Babes of Lore, where you can find them on Spotify and Podbean, wherever you listen to podcasts and everything, uh, first off, congratulations to Lindsay on her life event. Uh, you are now, uh, you know, bitching about John for two. <laughs> you know, I have to. And uh, congratulations to Morgan uh, for almost dying in Chicago, but not by a gunshot, by, you know, just running. Uh, yeah. Something yes. she paid good money to do. I did. I did all of that for a free T-shirt and a sticker. I'd pay <laughs> to sit on a couch. I would never, never <laughs> run. Um, well, it, it was rough. It was, uh, I barely made it to, like, walk back to the tent to get my stuff and then have to walk back to Lindsay's and Brian's car to go home. So mm. never again, bro. Never again. They don't put the tent just at the end so that you can just grab <laughs> it on your way out. That would be nice. But like we did it for a charity. So we had to like, we had to travel a little bit to uh get back to our world vision tent. So mm, gotcha. Yeah. 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 If, if there's one thing I learned from running a marathon in Chicago many, many years ago, and by running, I mean I walked at. No, I'm being serious. I did walk a marathon in Chicago. Oh, nice! I did. Yeah, yeah, right. No, I, I expected the laughter from somebody after I said that. Uh, I did the uh, Susan B. Komen, uh march or marathon or whatever it was. Uh, it was cure or whatever. Something like that. Yeah, but this is like I'm talking about 2010. So you know, back back in the day when I was youthful. You know, probably the same age as our guest here. Um, <laughs> I think he forgets how old I am all the time. I think you forget how old I am. Uh, wait, hold on a second. That's right. You guys, you guys are that far off. I was, I don't know, I'm going to try to guess this. Lindsay, I believe, is 30. Close. Right? Close, yeah. 29? 31. <laughs> and then, Morgan, you're 27? Yeah, I'll be 28 uh, here shortly, actually. Oh, okay. Okay, so you guys are old. Excellent. Okay. So, yeah, we are old. Old. Okay. Well, you're not the you're not the uh, the 22 I I was making you out to be. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it it is rough, and they do not plan everything out and stage everything the way they should. It sucks. But um, I'm not here to talk about how horrible Chicago is. I do that when this freaky show isn't happening. Um, I want to talk about Babes of Lore because that's what we're here for, and that's what we're here to talk about. And uh, like I mentioned, I wanted you guys to kind of describe what it is because you'll do a lot better job than I can. Um, so. Just quickly remind our uh, our listeners who you guys are and uh, what your podcast is about. Um. Well, essentially, Babes of Lore is we're kind of rewatching the show Supernatural, and we do like a breakdown of the episode, just like a play by play of all the things that happen in that episode, and then we kind of just add to it by whatever the monster is in that episode or the location we started doing, we do like real life research into those monsters, like the ghosts and the demons and angels, which we haven't gotten to angels yet, but they're coming um, or gins or whatever weird supernatural monsters that you can think of that are on the show. And then even the locations, because sometimes uh, the towns they're in may or may not be real. So we, just look into like real life spooky stories of those areas as well, and yeah. And you know, we sometimes we talk about the the psychological breakdown of oh. you know the Winchester family. Oh yeah, yes. may or may not be be mean about it. So yeah, I mean, we talk. You know, we both have you know 
family trauma or issues. And so we can just kind of relate to the stuff that they talk about in the show and the family dynamics that they have. And we have our own experiences with our very own interesting families. And, um, yeah. and yeah, we talk about that too. Just a full breakdown of the show, whether it be the fictional part or the not fictional part. So. Um, one of the cooler things too, I I, lo- I love that you guys do it is uh, referencing the pop culture that's inside the show oh, as well when it pops up. Yeah. Um, so doing that part of it compared to when you originally watched it, did you ever really acknowledge those pop culture references until it became part of the uh, the um, concept of the podcast? Um, I would say for myself, and I've watched it a couple more times on Morgan before all of this, that I, I did always appreciate them. Um, I always like to, this is Lindsay, by the way, just in case you didn't realize that, Travis. Oh, I, I, I figured, I figured it out when you said I listened to it more than Morgan. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not that dumb, Lindsay. Right. Hey, I'm just making sure. Um, I appreciate so, it. Throw, I, throw a couple, throw a couple swears in there and I'll never have to, uh, you know, mix you guys up. I'm going to try to behave. It's all for early in the morning. Um, so I always had said, you know, this is, this is always my thing. And I think I may have said it in a recent episode that Sam was a nerd, right? And he was a geek. So like, you know, he, so I appreciated that from him because I felt like I related to that because I'm all about like, you know, the movies and the music and like all of those things. So I definitely felt like I appreciated, but I don't think. I realized quite how much was in the episodes until we really started paying attention. Yes. I like how it becomes like a mini segment within the episode, like, oh, pop culture reference number one, or, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, well, I mean, and we, we do the same thing over here, like, where it's like, like little, like, segments just happen to pop up, but, I mean, it's, it's important parts of the show because you're, because the thing is, like, for, for the people who are listening to your show, they're either one of two people. They've either never seen Supernatural before, and because you're pointing all this stuff out to them, it's like, oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't notice that, or oh, that's pretty cool. I didn't see that. Or you're getting the the avid, you know, the, the diehard Supernatural fans who are listening to your show and maybe even finding things that they're not noticing either. So it's a, it's a cool concept to do, you know, because there's a lot. So for me, my, from my perspective, Never really noticed the pop culture references because that wasn't my main focus of the shows. My main focus was what do they need to do to take down this monster, you know, and, and the research and stuff that goes into that. And I think that's why I love your guys' shows so much is because it's research based. Um, and it's very relevant and very, it's, com- it's comparative to the show. Like in order to take down a monster, you have to do the research on it and figure out what you need to do to overcome the monster. You guys did the same thing. You researched the uh, locations if they're real, uh, the the monsters and what if what lore there is about them, and also you reference you know you see the pop culture reference, which is pretty cool because you know enough about pop culture to acknowledge that they're happening, which is always weird to me too because you think like what pop culture references are still being missed because we don't know about them, you know? Yeah, I mean. I, to reference, to, to kind of speak to that, Travis, a little bit, I am a, I don't know if you guys know this because you're guys, but um, I Thanks. am, no, Thanks, I mean, it's true. Lindsay. No, listen, you're got to listen, listen. So I am a yearly, every year I watch Gilmore Girls <laughs> since I was a teenager. I watch Gilmore Girls start to finish every single year. And 
if you want to talk about a show that does a lot of pop culture referencing, pop culture references that I'm pretty sure, like, there's probably so many that nobody, no matter how many times you watch it, you're not going to catch them all. So I've become very, very good at, like, picking those things out. So I think that definitely does help us. <laughs> oh, Gilmore Girls. Well, joke's on you, Lindsay. Uh, Joe listens to Gilmore Girls, uh, watches Gilmore Girls religiously every oh, year, too. Oh, Joe, I love that. <laughs> I wish. No, I haven't watched it in But I did, uh, I did do my, uh, my field ed for my church job out in uh, Washington Depot, which is what Stars Hollow was based off of. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Yep. Yeah. So good show, though. I mean, I liked it. I just haven't watched it in a long time. Yeah. Every every fall, I, start, I restarted it again on October 1st. It is a uh, great fall show. I'll give it, it that. Is. I've never watched it. And we don't talk about that. I know. Uh, <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno. Anyway. And we don't talk about how <laughs> Morgan has never watched Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not a good show, so you're not missing out on anything. What? Nonsense. I, you have I, Jared Padalecki as Dean in that show. That I do know. Like, you, how can you say that? You have Jensen Ackles on some soap opera I've never watched either, and you're not defending that. Oh, that's not relevant. To what, to oh, gotcha. Actually, I, here's the thing. I love Jared Pilecki as an actor. I watched him on Walker, even though it's not really Walker, but I still watched him on that. He did a phenomenal job. You know, so I, it's just, I don't know. Like, my sister is a huge fan of Gilmore Girls, and she's like, you need to watch this show. And she, so, Travis, can yeah. I tell you something? So I have many brothers, many brothers, and six. Six of them. There's six, six. of them. Whoa. And holy hell. Yeah, it's it's a lot. So um I can tell you for a fact that at least four of my six brothers also every year watch Gilmore Girls. Proud of them. That's so cute. So it is not just a girl show. <laughs> I'm not saying it's just a girl show. I'm just saying like it's just not my type of show. My my like I said, my sister really wanted me to watch it. And I think I watched like Maybe the first two or three episodes. I'm just like, it's just, it's just not for me. It, it reminds me of like Dawson's Creek and the OC and stuff like that. And I'm just not into like TV shows like that. They're just, I don't know. I just, I'm just watching. I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> what about One Tree Hill? No, no, that's <gasps> that same category. Those, those, those 90s, early 2000, like chick flick TV Teen shows, dramas. yeah. I just they're just not for me. Those are the know? good ones because the ones nowadays suck. I don't even watch the ones nowadays either. I like I like funny thing, like funny like TV shows. Boy Meets World, love Boy Meets World. Oh, great show! I could watch Boy Meets World. I'll watch Girls Meets World because it has Topanga and Corey and Sean in it. Those, those yeah, those were my those were my types of shows, but. When you get to like, you know, like the drama based things, like, oh, my boyfriend cheated on me with my best friend, but I'm going to end up forgiving them in three episodes anyways. Who gives a shit? That's not real. <laughs> That's not real. Like, come on now. Actually, it's probably pretty real, but. Uh, uh, no, oh, no. I, I can tell you from experience it's not real. Oh, oh you clearly do not know a lot of girls. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> How, can I, how do I mute one of you and not both? <laughs> just, there's no way to do it. Um, okay, so you guys, uh, you guys have the final episode of season two coming out um, tomorrow. 
And uh, I want to talk a little bit about what has happened in Supernatural up to this point. Now, obviously, you know, Joe's the only one. Joe doesn't watch Supernatural. He, nope. he has no idea what's going on. Nope. Nothing against uh, that. I just haven't gotten into it. Yeah. We it's have a all. commitment, Joe. It is a commitment. It's a commitment. Know. That's why I haven't got into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah Joe, Joe's more of a book reader guy. I don't know, Joe, do you even watch TV? Or you do watch No, Netflix? not really. You, I, you I, watch I watch Netflix. like a Netflix show here and there. Yeah, but. Supernatural's on Netflix. Oh, is it? Oh, well, Maybe that might... I might Lindsay give it a Lindsay likes books. Lindsay's more as a book reader, but also she appreciates the television at the same time. She has both. So you can do both, Joe. Just do both. Yeah, do both, Joe. I do my best. Yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will give you the same advice I give everyone There's else. There's always so much you. new stuff. It's hard to go back to old stuff. How dare you? Sorry. Uh, I will tell you the same thing I tell everyone else when they go to watch Supernatural, watch everything but the very last episode, because the very last episode sucks. Yeah, just end it, end it uh, on season 15, I think episode 21. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's truly the, the best. Uh, that would have been the best ending. And I get that a lot of, uh, I mean, we, I think we talked about it before, but the factors of, uh, the COVID and the pandemic really screwed up the ending that they wanted to do. And I guess they made, you know, chicken salad out chicken shit and got the ending that we got and what we got was chicken shit. Um, but I'm, we are in the, my, personally my favorite part of, uh, Supernatural and that's the beginning. I think the first three seasons are, are my all time favorite ones. Uh, because they do have that darker image. And, um, they don't have, you know, obviously, you know, for those who are big fans, no, like, the creatures and monsters are coming beyond, like, I think, like, episode four. No, is it, maybe maybe it is episode four where you start getting more of, like, the biblical creatures and stuff in it. You mean season four? What'd I say? Episode. Thank you. <laughs> just checking. Just checking. No, I appreciate I, I that. Would, I would agree with you. You know, we're still very, it's still very monstery at this point. Um, in very just, you know, classic versus where it gets, you know, it does get very, especially over, I would say between season three and about season five or six, it gets very biblical for sure. Well, we meet our favorite angel coming up here soon. I've been waiting for this moment, so I'm excited. He, he shows up, um, he shows up at the beginning of season four, right? No, I think it's three. No, it's at, well, it's at the end of season three, beginning of season four. Oh, okay. Well, because it's, here's the thing, and I, I guess it's not technically spoiling or whatever, but because um, I know what happens at the end of season two. If I if if my if my memory serves me right, because it's been a while, because I, I I watched the episodes when uh, I listened to your guys' shows, so uh, I've seen part one. Of the season finale, I haven't seen part two yet, and I, I've obviously seen them, but it's been so long, I don't remember the order of how everything works. So, um, if I if I know what happens in the final season is what's going to happen, which I'm guessing it's, uh, without giving too much away, Dean makes a deal, right? Yes, correct. Okay, cool. So if so, if that's the case, then that means at the End of season three is what sets Dean up for uh, the angel to show up in season four. Right. So what? Yeah. What happens is, and I won't give any spoilers, but yeah, what happens is basically Dean has his 
at the end of season three. And then at the beginning of season four is when we, you know, that whole thing happens with our, uh, with our angel friend. Cassia! He's my favorite. I love him. I did, I need him to come on the show so bad. So we're only like six months Reach out to him. Huh? You guys ever think about reaching out to him and asking him? What? Misha? Yeah. Reaching out to him and asking, are you talking about having him on your show, like, or just show up on the show? Just show up on the show. Oh, like, I, was oh. About, I thought you were talking about, okay, I thought yeah. you were talking about having him on your podcast, like, well, just reach out to him. I'm sure he'd do it. I mean, he, I feel like out of the three boys, he men, would be the most likely. He would be the most likely because he is very, like, um, like, I don't know, he's very involved, like, based on his social media, he's very involved with charity, community, mm-hmm. outreach, that kind of thing. So if anybody would do something charitable, like come on two random Supernatural fans podcasts, it would be him. <laughs> oh, oh, 100%. And he'd be entertaining as hell. Like, you know, to, to know the actual, to see the behind the scenes of who like, Misha is compared to Castiel, complete 180. And I, Oh, yeah. yeah. I love I, watching, like, their Comic-Con videos of, mm-hmm. like, their interviews and stuff, because I could never afford uh, to go to one of those things. or uh, But just, like, watching their interviews, you get a good, like, inside look of who the guys are as people and, like, behind the scenes from the show, and it's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 I'd recommend you guys reaching out to them. I mean, like, worst-case scenario, you just don't hear back. Well, hey, at least you tried. Sure. Um, I'm still waiting to hear back from Paul Canerica. For eight years, so one day maybe. Um, but the one thing, and I and like I kind of mentioned, like you know how like so it's almost season four where you get more into like um, the biblical aspect of uh, creatures and stuff that show up on Supernatural. But what I love the most about one through three is that with the, with the monsters that they uh, face and everything, like. Like obviously, there's some extremes that they have to go through in order to defeat them. You know, silver knives and bullets, and you know, cutting their heads off and blah blah blah. But they don't need anything that is too divine or too like hard to you know get your hands on in order to defeat the monster. So, in 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 a weird sense, and how to put it, there's almost a sense of more realism at that point with the spirits and the vampires and. You know, I, I, I guess there was zombies technically at one point, or undead people. Um, with that one woman, they got, wait, wait, yeah, the one woman, the, the girl that that creepy dude brought back to life to be like, uh, to be like his wife or some shit. Oh yeah. Yeah, the zombie. Children right? shouldn't play with dead things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, something like that. So that, that's why I love season. That's why I love the first three seasons of, uh, of Supernatural, and that, that's why Joe, if you do get into Supernatural. Mm-hmm. You you'll get hooked. Like it's very rare to find a show that hooks you into the into the uh, series by the first episode alone. But Supernatural does that. Oh, all right, and a hundred percent does that. Well, it kind of like leaves you guessing because you're like, wait a second, why are these brothers not talking to each other? What's the significance of this hunting trip? Like, uh, yeah, and I would say like, well, I mean, just the way episode one ends, yeah. like you want to continue watching it just based on the way episode one ends. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I mean, how many how many episodes or how many shows do you know that start out with like some like somebody you think is going to be a big part of the show dying in the first episode? Game of Thrones. Never watched it. <gasps> it's 
Bro. Um, yeah, but no, I agree. Like, it's definitely, they wanted, they wanted to grab their audience hook, line, and sinker from the very, very beginning. Um, and they, and they do that. They definitely achieved their goal. They're like, aren't they like one of the most, like, long-running, like, scripted shows to ever exist? One of the most long-running ones? Like, ER was one of them. Yeah. And, like, Supernatural. I mean, it was off, like, 15 years. The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. Grey's Anatomy, I think, is that season Oh, 18. yeah, Grey's Anatomy. Uh, just, I'm giving wait, up you, got, you, you guys are just talking about long-running TV shows? Well, scripted. Long-running scripted TV shows. Yeah, like NCIS. How has no one mentioned NCIS? Oh, yeah, NCIS. NCIS, a, I think it's like... Well, in Law and Order SVU, I think it's on season 22. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Who who broed me when I said I didn't watch Game of Thrones? Is that Morgan? Sure was. What, what's what's what, Why do I need to watch Game of Thrones? Because it's awesome. You, you know, I, I will be honest with you. I uh, I I was uh, last weekend. I was sitting at home. And I was like, I need to watch something new. And I was like, you know what? I've never watched Game of Thrones. So I was like, let me let me watch Game of Thrones. You know, I everyone says it's great. Everyone's like, oh, this is an amazing show. You gotta watch it. Like, okay, cool. I'm bored 100. percent I turned it on and started watching it. <clears throat> and I tried watching episode one before, and I gave up right around the time the prostitute was blowing uh, Peter Dinklage. You have to like get five past minutes. the first couple just, episodes. Just hold on. Just hold on. Hold on. I watched it the first time, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm not into this. I'm good. I don't need to watch, you know, what is, you know. Scripted pornography. I'm fine. I don't need to watch it. Oh well, then you can't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. That was that was about a year ago. So again, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it another shot. So I suffered through it, and I was like, you know what? The show's not that bad. Okay, so I'm kind of getting on board and everything. And then I get to the end of episode one, where some dude is backdooring his sister, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> this isn't for me. Get over it. It's, no, it's not that no, no, you, no, you have I, to get past the first episode no, and then no. it's better. No, because here's the thing. If that only happened in the first episode, I could probably get past it. But the fact that I know that majority of that show is surrounded by incestual bullshit, no, I can't do it. It just it it it, it just surrounded by is a pretty heavy uh, incorporated. Incor- okay, I'll, I'll, I'll say incorporated. I'll, I'll say incorporated then. But it's not even that. It's the fact that here, here's the thing, and I understand that the that the concept of the show is to make it as uh, to make it resemble what time was back then. Because I have no doubt that's what was happening back in the day. You know, between between the the I'm queen sure and as her, far as powerful people go, it's a thing that is not yeah, stopped I mean, happening. It's a well, very it's very well, common in in historical like just yeah. history. Yeah, I mean, even just, just like. Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip were mar- were cousins. Yes. Yeah, they yeah. were first cousins. Yeah, so so that so that I understand. I, I I respect the fact that they're going for historical accuracy. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Okay. Well, sure. Uh, historic. Yeah. Well, historical I'm not, I'm not, fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the thing is, though, is like I just I I I, I it, it made me nauseous to see that. Um, I didn't like the fact that Jason Momoa's character was pretty much sexually assaulting his forced wife. It, 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 it's stuff like that where I just it just turns that, me off to a TV show. It just that is a thing that was worse in the show than it was in the book. 
Yeah, I just yeah, see. Okay, if 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 I was reading that, I could probably like you know read it as part of the show. But when you physically watch it, I just can't do that. Like I just but like, but but Jason Momoa and uh, what's her face? Like they yeah, actually fun. fall in love though. Oh, I know. No, trust me. I, I I went ahead and just figured out what happened through the rest of the show when I realized I wasn't going to watch it. So I understand what happens in the entire show. I understand who ends up being king at the very end and who ends up dying. I, I, I get all of that. I, cause, but the thing is, like, once you see something in a TV show you just don't enjoy, you don't like seeing, it just really turns me off from the entire show. So you I, don't I, watch The Boys either, then? Never heard of it. You don't know about The Boys? Wait, Jeff Nichols in it. So, oh, the superheroes. We're, yeah. uh, we're the, the uh, Eric Kripke's show. Yeah, where the uh, the the fast guy like tore through that woman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I tried watching that first episode, but to me that was just a little bit boring. It wasn't anything like grotesque that I saw firsthand. It was just a, it was just a little bit too boring to me. There's so many superhero shows out there. I just don't need another one that's just like okay. No. Oh, okay. That's an yeah. interesting. Yeah, boring. I've never. I don't think anyone in the history of anything has ever called the boys boring. To to me and what I enjoy, to me it's boring. Yeah. I, I I like so so my favorite shows um are crime and comedies. So but like more like realistic crime like shows like NCIS. Law oh no, not super crime. Not not superhero crime. Because I think the bo- the boys is super crime and very funny. Well, the are, aren't the boys pretty much like it's, it's just like they're just like uh, they're it's they're a, superheroes, but not like recognized superheroes like Superman and all that shit. They're just yeah, it's like a, it's a satire of the superhero like Hitch, genre, or not not Hitch. Uh, what the what the Hitchcock, the yeah. uh, Will Smith movie, so like that, and that's my favorite. Yeah, but, my but like better writing, better acting. Yeah, I I might I might give the boys another shot. I just like I said, just maybe it was like just my my mindset at that time, but like I was watching them just like. I don't know if this is going to go anywhere that I'm going to enjoy it. Because it's just, like I said, they're just not TV shows. Well, let me ask you. Okay, so, Joe, you watched The Boys? Yeah, uh, I haven't watched all of it, but I've seen a few seasons. Okay. Babes of Lore, you guys watched The Boys? I I have. Okay. Lindsay has. Okay, have you watched, um, uh, what the hell is that, uh, Peacemaker? Did you watch Peacemaker? Uh, Peacemaker was fantastic. I have not watched Peacemaker. Okay. I don't even so, know what that is. Peacemaker is John Cena's uh, DC um, character. That they yeah, the it's, a, it's a spinoff from it's a spinoff from uh, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad too. Suicide Squad, yeah. Um, okay, I loved Peacemaker. So if I loved Peacemaker, well, I love the boys. Joe. Um. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Peacemaker's I, I, wholesome. I really, the boys really is not wholesome. Like, yeah, there's nothing wholesome about the boys, number one. Number yeah. two, it's like, it's so much less about them being superheroes and so much more about, like, they just how, happen to be superheroes and there's just so much more complexity to it. Yeah, it's like more about how uh, rich companies run society yeah. uh, behind the scenes. Like, the the, the 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 politics of it all, like, yeah, like corporate, almost like corporate America and, like, you know, almost... um. What's the movie? Um, I can't think of it right this second, but it basically it's they like they create this little squad of like people who aren't super to take on the supers and like and you've got a good side and a it's it's 
it's all very gray. Like there's no good side, bad side. So yeah. I mean, it's definitely, and it's definitely explicit and there's definitely a lot of gore. Um, so I mean, if you're not into that, like you're not going to like it because it is like, there was no holds bar in this show. There's, no it is so shockingly gory. It's shot like everything, like every episode. You don't think it can get any worse, and then it gets worse. Uh, yeah, and then you get to the first episode of like season three. Yeah. Oh. But Jensen Eccles, Jensen. So the the um the actor that I can't remember his name right now, who plays Bobby in Supernatural, is in The Boys. Um, Eric Kripke wrote it and created created it. Jensen Eccles is in this most recent season. Um, so it's definitely you know very. But it's, it's very it's very well written, um, and very um, sophisticated. Kind of like Rick and Morty. You're kind of comparing like Rick and Morty to like Family Guy. I'll go. So I'll give it that. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I will give the boys a second chance. I just cannot do. I I I, I won't do Game of Thrones. I can't do it. It's just. It's okay. It's definitely not for everybody. But at the same time, I'm also the guy who doesn't like the, the Princess Bride, so I'm not really, like, I'm oh. not big, I, I'm not getting into that. I've argued with four different guests about that same exact stupid movie. Well, um, you're about to argue with me about it, so we better move on. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, there's a, there's maybe a sense that, like, maybe, like, those type of, like, those, that period of time, maybe I'm just not into, like, you know, the medieval, which I do love the, uh, Sword in the Stone, great cartoon, awesome. Uh, outside of that, though, I don't think there's really any medieval uh, shows and movies I like. So maybe it's just, maybe it's just you know, deep down I know that I'm just not into things like that. Maybe in a previous life I had a horrible experience in medieval times. Yeah, because you don't like Lord of the Rings either. Uh, I've never seen it. Right. No, that's a lie. I've seen parts of the first show, and and it didn't deter me from wanting to watch it. I just never. Brought myself to sit down okay. and say hey, today's today's Travis, Lord of the Rings day. Travis, we yeah. we have to move on. We like we like we like the Princess Bride is one thing, but Lord of the Rings is a totally another subject. So we have to move on. <laughs> Ask us another question about the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so do you agree that Lord of the Rings isn't that good? She loves Lord of the Rings. I have I have Elvish tattooed on my body. Like yeah. I watch it multiple times a year. The extended 4K edition Lord of the Rings is a like. It's a religion. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> so we have to move on. Wait, what, is, what does that got to do with Lord of the Rings? What does what have to do with Lord of the Rings? Your Elvis tattoo. Elvish. <laughs> Elvish, as in the language. Oh, that Elvish. oh, oh! so you had a made-up language tattooed on you? It's a real All language. Languages you can learn up. it and speak it. It's a full-functioning language. Solid, Joe. Solid. Good call. All languages are made up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say Elvish is real? What? Yeah, he he actually wrote the created the rules and stuff for the language when he Yeah, it's it's a fully functioning language. You can you there are college courses on that. Yeah, okay. the books are actually like fan fiction about the language that he could create the language because that's Basically. what nerd Tolkien was. Yeah. Okay. Well what one more question and then we'll move away from Lord of the Rings. What what does your Elvish tattoo say? It's a it's a quote, um, and it says it's a, a quote from Erwin to Aragorn, which are characters from the Lord of the Rings that you don't know. <laughs> um, and it says, 
Um, I would rather spend one lifetime with you than all the ages of this world alone. Oh, that's sweet. Now, how is it now? How do you say it in Elvish? I have no idea. Oh, okay. I mean, you can, I, you know, it's an Elvish on my leg, but I don't know how to actually speak Elvish. (laughs) So it's written in the language. Correct. Okay. So when people see it, they don't know what it says unless they know Elvish. Correct. Or they ask. Sometimes they might recognize it. Yeah. How many people? How many people are staring at your legs and like, "What's that say?" I've been asked it a lot. A lot yeah. of people is it big? Like, like a lot like, of people think it's like Arabic or something, but it's yeah. And then I have to explain it. Arabic, gotcha. Um, awesome. Well, no, yeah. I I mean, I don't know. I've heard a lot about Dobby, so maybe I'll, I'll watch Lord of the Rings. I hear he's funny. Um, uh, uh, Dobby <laughs> from Harry Potter. I know. I was fucking with you on that one. My God. My precious. (laughs) You shall not pass, right? That's Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. 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 You want to know I know that? Big fan of Ian McKellen. No, it's in your theme song to Geek Cast Live. So. Oh. um, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Babes of Lore. Uh, Supernatural season two is coming to the end uh, this week. You guys are a year into podcasting. Uh, how are you feeling since the very beginning? Like, how has your mindset changed as far as podcasting? Or has there been an idea you've had in the beginning that you want to do, but you just realized it's not like a feasible thing? Like, like, like tell, tell me, tell me how you feel now compared to a year ago when we talked. Um, this is Morgan. Uh, I, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> just, well, we get, you know, yelled at for not being able to tell us apart even though we sound nothing like but um okay two things two things people mistake us for sisters because of our dark curly hair and the glasses but that's it (laughs) like we sound nothing alike Mm. okay but um so i guess the one thing that i feel like we've struggled with is recording Multiple episodes ahead of time <laughs> because uh just like our schedules and personal lives are just, I don't know, I feel like we don't stop. And when one of us stops, the other one doesn't. And so like we had this plan of like trying to record ahead of time and plan for holidays or whatever. We did do it this week. We uh were able to record ahead a little bit. Um but we're not as good about planning that. And I'm horrible about posting on our social media. <laughs> and uh, so I'm a little mad at myself about that. But, I mean, other than that, those are, like, the two things that I feel like we haven't been super great about following through with. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, other than that, like, how we have the show set up, we're pretty consistent. I feel like we just get more confident every episode. Um I don't know. Uh, I mean, we have our good weeks and bad weeks where if we're, like, not feeling well or in a funk, you know, an episode might not be as entertaining. Um, but I feel like we've gotten way more confident um, with talking to a computer, essentially. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I think the only things that we really need to improve on would be I need to be better about posting on Instagram um, and just, like, planning around certain life events that we know are coming and that we need to like plan accordingly for that. Um, but other than that, I think, 
uh, I think we've been really good and consistent. And who knows, we might change up uh, how we have things set up. I mean, or who knows, we might we kind of like get these random ideas, like let's try this or whatever. Um, I do want to do like a live record, well, kind of sort of live record again, where we're watching the episode together. Um, for like, well, not the first time, but like so. a watch along. Yeah, um, I do enjoy how we did that. Um, so I wouldn't mind doing that again. Um, maybe this season we'll try to get Justin back. Um, he's always fun to have on the show. Um, but yeah, we haven't been good with guest stars very much. Justin's been the only one, and you, Travis. <laughs> we haven't had. Yeah, I was just saying, like, I mean, I, I was there. <laughs> we just we just isn't the only one. Oh, and you <laughs> thanks. You don't count. Uh, I think I think we do um definitely struggle with that that the planning like the planning ahead is definitely something we struggle with. Um and sometimes the episode doesn't come out exactly on the day that it's supposed to. <laughs> but um you know, especially as we go into this next season and into the new year, we're going to have to be a little bit more strategic about that. Yeah. Because, um, you know, babies. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's definitely, but I would say we do have a very, we're very consistent as far as you know what to expect when you come to an episode. Like, yeah. you know, you know, if you listen to one, you, you're going to know what kind of what they're all going to kind of sound like. Um, and I think that that's important in podcasting because, you know, it can get, it can be confusing if you change it up too much or, you know, that, you know, you do want a thing one week, but then you never do it again. I think it's, you know, the more you can build on it, but I think the more consistent you are, I think ultimately the better experience your listeners have. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you guys. Those are great, <laughs> those are great answers. You know, because like when you sit, like when I when I sit, and I talk, I talk with people and I ask them same questions, like you know, how do you feel now compared to before? And you know, you get you get the egotistical answers where it's like, I think I think everything we're doing is great, and I think everything is wonderful, and you know, I I wouldn't change a thing, and I think, but the thing is, like, there's always something you need to change. There's always something needs to be updated, needs to be corrected, and everything. Me and Joe are, you know, we're you know we're guilty of the same thing. Like we we do stuff that we think is great, but then not saying you realize like things have to be changed, things have to alter. The vlogs uh, for the cemeteries, like you know, not not one year is the same as the year before. It's always different in some way, shape, or form. I think this year's turned out a lot better than last year's, and until we find a way to improve, that's probably going to be the way we do it next year. Uh, Podcasting is no different, you know. I'd, we're going on um, uh, was uh, eight years, right, Joe? Here, yep, yeah. Um, and it's not the same. The music changes, the intro changes, uh, guests, or not guests, co-hosts change. Um, we do different segments because some, I mean, how we're supposed to be doing a, uh, get your shit together segment this season. I don't think we've done one since like May. Just cause it just didn't work. Was it, um, was it get your shit together or was it, um, bring something back? No, bring something back was last year when we also did the freaky book, uh, the, the freaking book club with, uh, the Phantom Tollbooth. Oh, okay. Yeah, which again, fans of Tobooth, we're supposed to be doing a book club. Uh, we haven't done that yet either. So oh, yeah. there always, there's always a dream and an admiration to do things in the future and everything. You should always hold on to those. Uh, but also when you realize what you're doing right now, you just 
see what you're doing, and you just have to be honest with yourself, which it seems like you guys are doing that, which is incredible, and that's going to help you succeed and strive and move forward with it because you you see the things that you know you want to work on, and you know, knowing the girls you are, you're going to work on those. Um, I still have yet to get a cupcake. I I heard uh, um. Since last we spoke, I thought there were going to be uh, cupcakes for me. Um, I have yet uh, to cookie. see one. Cookie? Lindsay's the cookie babe. Oh, well, I'm the cookie-less uh, podcaster, so <laughs> what the hell, Lindsay? Um, I apologize, but I have not made you cookies. Well, I, I did bring her cookies to a wrestling show once. I don't know yeah. how you can get one. Because they were all eaten before I got there. Because they're delicious. I believe they are. I have no doubt. Um, which is fine. Um, I will remain cookie-less while I sit here and drink my vodka orange juice because Lindsay can't because she's pregnant. Actually, cookie <laughs> Lindsay did make cupcakes for her mom's Halloween party. So. <sighs> when was this Halloween party? Huh? When was this? Oh. It was last Saturday. Yeah. Oh. Or this uh, past I, Saturday, I should say. I had nothing going on. Um, cool. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Hey, listen, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I don't. I don't watch Lord of the Rings. I don't watch Game of Thrones, Gollum, and uh, the Gilmore other. Uh, Girls. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Um, I do appreciate you guys coming on and talking with us. It's always fun talking to you guys. Um, and I love. I love to, because it feels like I'm part of this adventure with you. Like I'm not doing anything. I feel like I'm along for the ride. Like the weird kid in the back uh, seat just playing with whatever fucking Tinker toy I could find while you guys are driving this journey. <laughs> That's a very uh, interesting visual. Yeah, like Cassiel, but without all the powers. Oh, Cass. Yeah. Him. Um. So I want to I want to ask you guys a few more questions, and then we'll uh, we'll let you go, and then uh, well, I mean. Joe's going to do Freaky Tales, uh, obviously, here, and you're welcome to stay and listen to him, or you guys can leave. Either way, I'm fine with it. Um, Joe will be okay with it either way, too. He has to be. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, So, season one and two are completely done. Congratulations on wrapping that up. Uh, From each of you, I want to get which episode so far has been your favorite and which one has been your least favorite. Ah. Just on the first two seasons, so it's pretty easy. So I'm not asking you to look at 18 years or anything. Just the final two seasons. Well, I know, but that's hard enough as it is. Oh, trust me, I know. That's <laughs> why. That's why your guys are answering it, and not me. Uh, I feel I, actually, like... I could answer. I could answer it too. I'll answer it too. But I want you guys to go first. Um, I mean, honestly, uh, these last few episodes. Of season two, which I know sounds like a cop out because they're like the most recent ones, mm-hmm. but I really liked the gin episode. Like it, I don't know. Like I feel like um, these last few episodes have had a very deep, like emotional pull to them, and I'm a very emotionally charged person, so I just related very much. But um, but I don't know. I just really liked the gin episode, which. If you haven't watched it, um, essentially, um, they're kind of put into like, well, Dean is kind of put into like this alternate universe because he gets captured by this monster called a djinn and he doesn't make your wishes come true. He just makes you think your wishes came true. And so mm. 
And so that's like the twist to it. Um, and Dean like thinks he's like, and like Dean realizes that it's not real, but it's just like his mom is still alive. His dad is still dead, which was interesting. Um, but his brother's girlfriend is still alive. Um, so Jess is still alive. Sam is in law school and they're not very close. And it's just like, I don't know. It's like this whole other alternate reality of like, okay, what if Mary never died? And what if John never became a hunter? And what if Sam stayed in law school? And it's, I don't know. It was a really, really good episode. And I just liked the alternate way that their lives could have happens because like i feel like in the real world you kind of think like what ifs pretty often Mm. like what if i did this or what if i did that or you like regret things that you've done or whatever and so i really liked like seeing that alternate way that their lives could have played out so i mean that was like two episodes ago so like we're all that's almost the end of season two but these last few episodes are really freaking good like, even IMDb, like, they have, like, almost 10 stars. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but that's a favorite. I don't know. Least favorite? I can't remember. Which one have I complained about the most? Or, like, I didn't like it. Um, there was the one where uh, that woman became a werewolf. I think you complained a lot. But that was probably because uh, she got to sleep with Sam. Oh, my gosh. No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, I can't remember this specific episode. I just know that anytime they like change the structure of it. Oh, it was um the one where it was like a sixth sense thing where the girl was dead but she didn't realize she was dead. Oh, the roadkill one. Yes, that one. But did I complain? About, I feel like I complained about that one. I didn't yeah, like it. I complained about that one. <laughs> you complained um, about usual suspects too. I did. I mean, I can't think of one that I just, like, really didn't like. There was just, like, if they changed the order of the show or just, like, I don't know. I just, if I didn't feel like the storyline moved smoothly, I just didn't like it. All right, Lindsay, it's your turn. Um, Well, I'll start with my least favorite from the first two seasons, which is Bugs. Oh, uh, right, right, right. I had a lot of obviously. I don't know. I mean, you could go back and listen to the episode, but I had a lot of issues. I have a lot of issues with that episode, <laughs> um, for a multitude of reasons. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just I like the concept, but it's not executed well. Mm. Um, and I would say my favorite. Oh God, there's a lot of good episodes in the first two seasons. A lot of classic things in the first two seasons. Um, gosh, I think I really liked, I really liked the, um, the Reaper episode, um, both Reaper episodes. So the Reaper episode at the beginning of season, um, the beginning of season one, and then at the end of season one, beginning of season two, when Dean's about to die, um, I just really like the Reapers as like a character monster. So I think that um those would probably be at the top for me. Sorry, I wasn't quite as descriptive as Morgan. <laughs> I'm a very emotional person, what can I say? Morgan's the type of person likes to defend herself, and I can respect that. <laughs> Spend my life defending myself. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, my favorite episode was, uh, it was actually very recent, the Folsom Prison one. Yeah, it's a good one, too. Um, I, I thought that one was pretty good, and I, I, I think my least favorite was, I think it was torn, I'm torn between, like, the Killer Clown one, which, it granted, it was good, it just, clowns creep me out to begin with, um, uh, or Bugs. Bugs, I just, I had, Bugs was one of those throwaway episodes that had nothing to do with, like, really the storyline so much, um. And uh, bugs creep me out just as much as clowns. So. Yeah, I agree. Lindsay okay. wasn't here for the clown episode. It wasn't. That was a Justin episode. Yeah, it was. I mean, it. You, she got you guys, out of that one. <laughs> you guys talked about it well, but I just, um, it, it was there. There was a great twist in it. Obviously, I mean, the, you know, the it it was fine. I just, I'm not a big fan of clowns. That's why, like, I haven't watched the new it. I've always seen the original. Um. Yeah, clown, clowns just. I have uh, I have an un, an irrational fear of clowns, and it started when I was about three. So I I understand. <laughs> Perfect. That somebody does. I think it's rational. <laughs> Joe, I'd ask you, but you have yet to see uh, Supernatural. That's correct. Uh, <laughs> um. So um, I'm going to ask you guys if you guys want to stay and listen to uh, Joe do his uh story but uh obviously you know saturday mornings people got things to do so you gotta go i totally understand um i just need to know if you guys want to stick around to leave so you could either plug your stuff later or do it now uh we can we can go ahead and plug our stuff for you travis <laughs> perfect i see how it is doesn't mean we're not going to go listen to it later it's true. Oh, no, i know no it's fine it's 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 i yes <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, like I said, I, I mean, first off, thank you guys for being here on Saturday morning doing this for us. I know it's really yeah, rough to try really, to coordinate really. this stuff. So. No, it's it's all good. Uh, we're already out and about. Well, Lindsay has to be out and about because she's got a lot of stuff to do today yeah. before mom's big party, which is actually today. But we had to make it sound like it was Saturday. Yeah, we're still recording here, by the way. So. Well, you can cut it out, Travis. Hello, Joe. Hey, Joe. Joe, do yeah. I edit shows? Nope. Yeah, it's actually impossible to edit podcasts. I've been told. Yeah, that's false. <laughs> that's false. <laughs> I edit our podcast, so that's false. Do uh, you? Only a little bit. Um, well, we appreciate you guys. You know, having us on and being invested, even though Joe doesn't listen, but Travis does. <laughs> um, we do appreciate you guys. Uh, you know, I don't like spoilers. Sorry. Fair enough. You can you can watch it along with listening. I mean, that's that's enough. That's true. I might. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, we appreciate you guys. You know, obviously being uh, supporting us in all of this and uh, having us back uh, back on your show. Yeah, I'm, I was just glad that uh, I was so pushy in the beginning. Yeah, it's your fault. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, um, I, I know I mentioned it earlier where you can listen, but where, where are all the uh, streaming apps uh, that they can find your show on? Yeah, so we are on Spotify, Podbean, um, Google Podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts. I believe that's it. I don't know. Most any place you can listen to your podcasts, you will be able to uh, listen. Um, and then, of course, we do have our Instagram that we are not super consistent with, uh, Babes of Lore. It's Babes of Lore Pod on Instagram. Yeah. So both things are 
are great ways to get a you know get a hold of us. Yep. Listen to the episode. Do you uh do you guys have like uh, Alexa or anything in your households? I do not. No, my husband doesn't trust artificial intelligence. Excellent. Right. Well, I do know I do know that I have several of them, and I can tell them to play Just Freak Wrestling or this freaking show, and it will play the most recent episode. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to try it with your babies of lore and see what happens. Oh, yeah, Amazon. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, if it's on Amazon, then I think it will. If you say, Alexa, play Babes of Lore, then it may play the most recent one. I don't know it's in the other room, and I'm not going to go try it now. So, um, But I do appreciate you guys coming on again. Um, I like you know being able to kind of follow up with you guys and talk with you through your journeys and find out new and exciting things. Like you guys like crappy shows and movies, which is always mm-hmm. awesome. Well... Really, really okay. good shows and movies. Yeah, Thank we'll you, Joe. Joe, Joe appreciates it. As long as Joe gets it, that's all that matters. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> that's the premise of this whole show. As long as sh- uh, Joe gets it, that's all that matters. <laughs> the only reason we have survived eight years is because Joe gets it. And that's it. <laughs> we need to, you need to have a shirt that says that. Joe gets it. And that just, that's all it should say. <laughs> I I have about a dozen shirt ideas between both podcasts that I really need to do. I just I'm not a art savvy person, which reminds me I gotta get a hold of Morgan because we gotta work on uh, the new this freaking show logo that I'm trying to get. Yeah, I completely I completely forgot about that. Well, you went off and fucking got a job again, so yeah, I know I was unemployed for a month. It sucked. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the better times. So I was able to get a hold of you to ask you questions. <laughs> It was not the better times for me, mister, but it's okay. Well, you know, think about somebody else for a change, Morgan. <laughs> All I do is think about other people, Travis. Get the Uno reverse card out. <laughs> you do. And you know what? Uh, congratulations on the new job, obviously. Congratulations on doing the marathon. Uh, keep crushing your life. You're doing great at it. Uh, say hi to Zach for me. I will. Uh, you, Lindsay, you, I'm sure. Of course he does. It's me. Lindsay, uh, congratulations on the child. Thank you. And the baby uh, babe. <laughs> yeah, the, the the baby babe is that is that what you're going? Is that what the official name is? The... Uh, no, no, it's not. <laughs> what do we call her? The little babe? Is that what we call her? I don't know. I I don't remember. But well, congratulations on the lore baby. Thank you. And, uh, there we go. Thank you. And guys, congratulations on uh, getting through uh, to. I, I believe this is the one year anniversary, or like the first week of November was. The one uh, we we our first episode dropped on uh, Halloween 2022. Yeah. So. Awesome. Wow. So happy anniversary on your one right. year. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I look forward to hearing uh, you know season three through was it eighteen. So 15, was, 15. Is it only 15? It's only 15. God damn, I feel like forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I look forward to the next uh, at least six years. Well, thank, well, thank and, you. And who knows afterwards? Maybe you'll finally get to the Winchesters. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, shit. Did you see uh, that there's a rumor that uh, that Jensen's thinking about uh, reviving Supernatural? No. Like yeah, I feel like I've heard I've heard mumblings about that, and he wants that. to he wants to try to bring the the original show back somehow. I don't know how they're all dead. 
I yeah, I, I know. I don't know either. Well, like all good things must come to an end, and it was it was it was ready to end. As much as I love it, it was time to be done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, they're really running out of things to do when uh yeah. Yeah, you know, fifteen years in, but who knows? It'd be interesting to see. So hey, if they come back, you guys got a few more years on to you, uh, to the podcast. So yeah, because eleven isn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, think about it this way: if you're doing it as long as I have, you would have been done a year ago. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. All right, guys. Thanks again for tuning in. Uh, we'll let you go, and uh, Joe is going to read me a story. So uh, take that. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great Saturday. You too. You too. Bye. Bye. Um, it's always fun to talk to them. Mm-hmm. I think it's very rude, by the way, that Skype says travesty has kicked out Babe Delore. <laughs> Did it say um, that? It does. It says travesty has kicked out Babe Delore. It's like, oh, I, so I remove. Monsters to make it sound so evil, Joe. Um, what what is the final freaky tale uh, of 2023? Well, we I think decided last week that we were going to end with the Telltale Heart again. Yeah. I think it's the third time we've done this one, but I just really like it. So. Here's the thing: if we always end with the Telltale Heart, I'll never argue it because it is without a doubt. First off, my favorite Edgar Allan Poe. Story. Uh, second, you know, second place would be the Raven, but Telltale Heart, my absolute favorite uh, Edgar Allan Poe story. But it could possibly be my favorite freaky tale. Yeah, I really so. like it. Um, so yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna doubt myself. I'm just gonna do it. Got it, man. This, <sighs> this is this is the freak Joe's time. So uh, take it away, man. Yeah. Well, I just I, I I panicked and was like, oh, there's a whole other list, but no, <laughs> no you're you're fine, man. True. Nervous. Very, very dreadfully nervous. I have been and am. But why will you say that I am mad? The disease had sharpened my senses, not destroyed, not dulled them. Above all was the sense of hearing acute. I heard all things in the heaven and in the earth. I heard many things in hell. How then am I mad? Hearken and observe how healthily, how calmly I can tell you the whole story. It is impossible to say how how first the idea entered my brain. But once conceived, it haunted me day and night. Object, there was none. Passion, there was none. I loved the old man. He had never wronged me. He had never given me insult. For his gold, I had no desire. I think it was his eye. Yes, it was this. He had the eye of a vulture, a pale blue eye with a film over it. Whenever it fell upon me, my blood ran cold. And so by degrees... Very gradually, I made up my mind to take the life of the old man and thus rid myself of the eye forever. Now, this is the point. You fancy me mad. Madmen know nothing. But you should have seen me. You should have seen how wisely I proceeded, with what caution, with what foresight, with what dissimulation I went to work. I was never kinder to the old man than during the whole week before I killed him. And every night, about midnight, I turned the latch of his door and opened it, oh so gently. And then, when I had made an opening sufficient for my head, I put in a dark lantern, 
all closed, closed, that no light shone out, and then I thrust in my head. Oh, you would have laughed to see how cunningly I thrust it in. I moved it slowly, very, very slowly, so that I might not disturb the old man's sleep. It took me an hour to place my whole head within the opening so far that I could see him as he laid upon his bed. Ha! Would a madman have been so wise as this? And then, when my head was in the room, I undid the lantern cautiously. Oh, so cautiously. Cautiously, for the hinges creaked. I undid it just so much that a single thin ray fell upon the vulture eye. And this I did for seven long nights, every night just at midnight. But I found the eye always closed. And so it was impossible to do the work. For it was not the old man who vexed me, but his evil eye. And every morning, when the day broke, I went boldly into the chamber and spoke courageously to him, calling him by name in a hearty tone and inquiring how he has passed the night. So you see, he would have been a very profound old man indeed, to suspect that every night, just at twelve, I looked in upon him while he slept. Upon the eighth night, I was more usually cautious in opening the door. A watch's minute hand moves more quickly than did mine. Ever before that night had I felt the extent of my own powers, my sagacity. I could scarcely contain my feelings of triumph. To think that there I was, opening the door little by little, and he had not even to dream of my secret deeds or thoughts, I fairly chuckled at the idea. And perhaps he heard me, for he moved on the bed suddenly as if startled. Now, you may think that I drew back. But no, his room was as black as pitch with the thick darkness, for the shutters were close fastened through fear of robbers, and I knew that he could not see the opening of the door, and I kept pushing it on steadily, steadily. I had my head in and was about to open the lantern when my thumb slipped upon the tin fastening and the old man sprang up in bed crying out, Who's there? I kept quite still and said nothing. For a whole hour I did not move a muscle, and in the meantime I did not hear him lie down. He was still sitting up in the bed, listening, just as I have done, night after night, hearkening to the death watches in the wall. Presently I heard a slight groan, and I knew it was the groan of mortal terror. It was not a groan of pain or of grief. Oh, no, it was the low, stifled sound that arises from the bottom of the soul when overcharged with awe. I knew the sound well. Many a night, just at midnight, when all the world slept, it has welled up from my own bosom, deepening with its dreadful echo the terrors that distracted me. I say I knew it well. I knew what the old man felt and pitied him, although I chuckled at heart. I knew that he had been lying awake ever since the first slight noise when he had turned in the bed. His fears had been ever growing since upon him. He had been trying to fancy them causeless, but could not. He had been saying to himself, It's nothing but the wind in the chimney. It is only a mouse crossing the floor. Or it is merely a cricket which has made a single chirp. Yes. Yes, he had been trying to comfort himself with these suppositions, but he had found it all in vain. All in vain, because death in approaching him had stalked with its black shadow before him and enveloped the victim. And it was the mournful influence of the unperceived shadow that caused him to feel, although he neither saw nor heard, to feel the presence of my head within the room. 
When I had waited a long time, very patiently, without hearing him lie down, I resolved to open a little, a very, very little crevice in the lantern. So I opened it. You cannot imagine how stealthily, stealthily, until at length a simple, dim ray, like the thread of the spider, shot from out the crevice and fell full upon the vulture eye. It was open, wide open, and I grew furious as I gazed upon it. I saw it with perfect distinctness, all a dull blue, with a hideous veil over it that chilled the very marrow in my bones, but I could see nothing else of the old man's face or person. For I had directed the ray as if by instinct, precisely upon the damned spot. And have I not told you that what you mistake for madness is but over-acuteness of the sense? Now, I say, there came to my ears a low, dull, quick sound, such as a watch makes when enveloped in cotton. I knew that sound well, too. It was the beating of the old man's heart. It increased my fury, as the beating of a drum stimulates the soldier into courage. But even yet, I refrained and kept still. I scarcely breathed. I held the lantern motionless. I tried how stealthily I could maintain the ray upon the eye. Meantime, the hellish tattoo of the heart increased. It grew quicker and quicker and louder and louder every instant. The old man's terror must have been extreme. It grew louder, I say, louder every moment. Do you mark me well? I have told you that I am nervous, so I am. And now, at the dead hour of the night, amid the dreadful silence of that old house, so strange a noise as this excited me to uncontrollable terror. Yet for some minutes longer I refrained and stood still, but the beating grew louder, louder. I thought the heart must burst, and now a new anxiety seized me. The sound could be heard by a neighbor. The old man's hour had come. With a loud yell, I threw open the lantern and leaped into the room. He shrieked once, once only, and in an instant I dragged him to the floor and pulled the heavy bed over him. I then smiled gaily to find the deed so far done. But for many minutes... The heart beat with a muffled sound. This, however, did not vex me. It would not be heard through the wall. At length, it ceased. The old man was dead. I removed the bed and examined the corpse. Yes, he was dead. Stone dead. I placed my hand upon the heart and held it there many minutes. There was no pulsation. He was stone dead. His eye would trouble me no more. If you still think me mad, you will think so no longer when I describe the wise precautions I took for the concealment of the body. The night waned, and I worked hastily, but in silence. First of all, I dismembered the corpse. I cut off the head and the arms and the legs. I then took up three planks from the flooring of the chamber and deposited all between the scantlings. I then replaced the board so cleverly, so cunningly, that no human eye, not even his, could have detected anything wrong. There was nothing to wash out, no stain of any kind, no blood spot whatever. I had been too wary for that. A tub had caught all! <laughs> when I made an end of these labors, it was four o'clock, still dark as midnight. As the bell sounded the hour, there came a knocking at the street door. 
I went down to open it with a light heart, for what had I now to fear? There entered three men who introduced themselves with perfect suavity as officers of the police. A shriek had been heard by a neighbor during the night. A suspicion of foul play had been aroused. Information had been lodged at the police office, and they, the officers, had been deputed to search the premises. I smiled. For what had I to fear? I bade the gentlemen welcome. The shriek, I said, was my own in a dream. The old man, I mentioned, was absent in the country. I took my visitors all over the house. I bade them search, search well. I led them at length to his chamber. I showed them his treasures, secure, undisturbed. In the enthusiasm of my confidence, I brought chairs into the room and desired them here to rest from their fatigues, while I myself, in the wild audacity of my perfect triumph, placed my own seat upon the very spot beneath which reposed the corpse of the victim. The officers were satisfied. My manner had convinced them. I was singularly at ease. They sat, and while I answered cheerily, they chatted of familiar things. But ere long, I felt myself getting pale and wished them gone. My head ached, and I fancied it ringing in my ears, but still they sat and chatted. The ringing became more distinct. It continued and became more distinct. I talked more freely to get rid of the feeling, but it continued and gained definiteness, until at length I found that the noise was not within my ears. No doubt, I grew very pale. But I talked more fluently and with a heightened voice. Yet the sound increased, and what could I do? It was a low, dull, quick sound, much such a sound as a watch makes when enveloped in cotton. I gasped for breath, and yet the officers heard it not. I talked more quickly, more vehemently, but the noise steadily increased. I arose and argued about trifles in a high key and in violent gesticulations, but the noise steadily increased. Why would they not be gone? I paced the floor to and fro with heavy strides as if to be excited to fury by the observations of these men, but the noise steadily increased. Oh! God, what could I do? I foamed, I raved, I swore, I swung the chair upon which I had been sitting and grated it upon the boards, but the noise arose all over all and continually increased. It grew louder, 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 and still the men chatted pleasantly and smiled. Was it possible they heard not? Almighty God, no, no, they heard. Was it? They suspected, they knew. They were making a mockery of my horror. This I thought and this I think. But anything was better than this agony. Anything was more tolerable than this derision. I could bear those hypocritical smiles no longer. I felt I must scream or die. And now again, hark, louder, 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 louder! Villains! I shrieked. Dissemble no more. I admit the deed. Tear up the planks. Here, here is the beating of this hideous heart. Yeah. Joe, that was probably the best version, the best reading of that you have done the entire time we've read it. I love, I love the passion that you put into that, man. Thank you. I really had fun doing that one. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lie. I'm. I thought to myself, you know what? Very early on a Saturday morning, I'm probably gonna get a uh, a somber, you know, reading of it. No, man, you brought it. Thank you. And as is a. Uh, that's a terrific way to end uh, this freaky show of 2023. Um, this this has definitely been the most content filled uh, 
uh, series yeah. that we've done. Um, I'm very happy with it. <coughs> all of the uh, all the cemetery vlogs uh, are are being viewed uh, by by many many people. So for those who are watching those, thank you again uh, for viewing our content. We do it for you, mm-hmm. and uh, clearly you guys uh, realize that. Uh, I think we put out more podcasts um, this month than in uh, past months. I think we, uh, I think six. This will be uh, number six for us uh, in the series. Nice. Uh, oh no, it's just it, this has always been my favorite. This freaky show has always been my favorite uh, segment type thing that we have done on our show in the eight years that we've been around. Um, I'm happy with it. Uh, outside of that. Uh, Freak Joe, before we say goodbye for another year, you want to tell me what you're freaky thinking about? Yeah, so we we mentioned uh, the boys when we were chatting with the Mm -hmm. ladies earlier. And um, there is another series out on Amazon Prime that is kind of a spinoff series, but it, it, it plays into and out of the regular The Boys series. And it's called Gen V. And it's kind of like, um, uh, it's it's like a, a superhero university type of thing, um, but with all of like the darkness of the boys, all of the gore and things. Uh, it's fun. It's a fun show. I, I watched it this week, um, and I'd recommend it if you if you like the boys, if you like uh, the X Men. I feel like it's a it's a very uh, X Men kind of thing where the boys is kind of the Avengers or the Justice Leagues. I feel like uh, Gen V is very X Men. Um. It's fun. It's a fun show. I recommend it. Nice. Yeah. What about you? What are you freaking thinking? Freaky. Uh, ah, <laughs> uh, oh, jeez. Well, there's something coming up. Then what the hell was it? You know, I I know there's something that uh, I definitely wanted to mention, and for some reason, for the life of me, I can't remember it. Um, so I'm gonna go with the. Uh, uh, I'm rewatching NCIS. Nice. Um, this is one of the biggest reasons why I brought it up earlier when we we're talking about uh, long longevity of uh, written stories or series and stuff. <laughs> um, I just picked up because like Amazon had like those Prime Deal things like earlier this month, and uh, I I collectively have been uh, owning the seasons of NCIS since the very beginning. And usually, like, well, I first got, like, a bulk of them, like, one Christmas from uh, from my mom. And, like, every year I just buy the next season, like, after and after. <clears throat> and I haven't done it in a while. And I realized, like, the, there's two seasons that are available that I don't own. So I end up uh, purchasing them during the uh, the Amazon deal days for, like, 20 bucks a piece or something like that. And they came in the mail, and I was getting ready to watch them, and I realized, like, it's been a long time since I've actually watched NCIS, like, as a whole. And looking at it, obviously, it's like, you know, it's going to suck because I got I to get through 18 seasons before I watch these two seasons. But I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to I'm gonna start from the beginning, work my way through, and, uh, you know, I'll get to them when I get to them. And, I mean, I have the DVD, so I can, you know, uh, I get watch them, you know, whenever I want, and you know all that shit. I mean, they are they are available on Netflix, at least uh, up to. Uh, I think the last two seasons aren't. I think I think um, 
or the CBS that NCIS is on or something like that. To that my, sounds right. To my initials. Um, I guess I think they created their own streaming app now or something like that. So anything like post season 18 or whatever may not pop up on NCIS. So the only way I can watch them is either getting that streaming app, which I'm not getting another streaming app or, uh, watching the DVD. So I got the DVDs now and I will watch them when, uh, whenever I get caught up. But I mean, they're 40, 45 minute long episodes. There's 22 episodes a season and I'm only on three. So. I got a minute before I catch up to where we're at now and everything, but it's going to be pretty cool watching the evolution of the show and uh people who have come and gone and all that stuff. I mean, obviously, uh for those of you who are NCIS fans know that, um you know, Gibbs is retired. He's gone. Abby has since left. The uh, actor who plays Ducky uh, unfortunately passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ziva's gone, Bishop's gone, Kate died, Anthony left, uh, McGee's still there, Palmer's the, uh, the, uh, autopsy guy now, and then Vance, uh, so Vance, uh, McGee and Palmer are like, like the original ones in a sense. I mean, obviously, uh, Vance came like halfway through the series, but McGee's probably the most longest running there. But yeah, he's only third in episodes. Uh, because he was only like a guest, uh, star in season one. So, um, yeah, I, I love NCIS. It's a great show. I've watched it through many times. Um, but only up until certain seasons when they're out at that time and shit. So I think the last time I watched the whole thing through was probably in like <clears throat> 2011. I think it was the last time I watched it from like season one up, and then after that it was always whatever the newest season one, newest season one. So I'm excited to see, you know, see those episodes I don't quite remember. Gotcha. Hey Joe. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Other listeners say goodbye to you this year, and we look forward to talking to you in October of 2024. Uh, Geek Cash be coming back, and uh, for those who don't know where Geek Cash Show have has been this past October. Uh we're gonna go to uh listen to uh Geekcast Show. If you need some cartoon Joe, he's over at the Geekcast Live podcast yeah. at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and Twitter by searching Geekcast Live. Right. It's like Cartoon Joe, not Geekcast Joe. Uh no worries. Well I think for like the first four years you're a Geekcast Joe. Maybe yeah. five. It was a long time. Listeners, thank you. Uh, I appreciate you guys tuning in throughout the month of October as we enjoyed this freaky show, our month-long celebration of Halloween and all things spooky. Uh, thanks again to Babes of Lore for coming in and celebrating their one-year anniversary, not only with us, but one-year anniversary of their podcast. Make sure you do find them, Babes of Lore, on uh, all your podcasting apps. Make sure you do subscribe to them and give them like you know a five-star rating and stuff like that. It really helps out podcasters like us. Um, and like list of recommended podcasts when we get ratings. So make sure you do go listen to them and everything and yeah, reach out to them on Instagram and stuff like that. They, they do a really good job and I'm really happy for them. And, uh, I'm glad that they, uh, they may have passed episode nine and, uh, even beyond. So, um, Make sure you listen to us uh, wherever you find podcasts. Uh, make sure you do rate and review us. Make sure you do subscribe wherever you do listen to podcasts. Make sure you go to our YouTube channel at FreakNet Studios. Check out the Cemetery Vlogs of 2023 as we toured Wisconsin this past year. And I got to admit, out of the three, this has probably got to be the best one yet. 
And I look forward to saying next year's is the best one yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching this freaking show. And that's all I got. So, as always, I am Travis D. And I'm the Freak Joe. And thank you for listening to the final 2023 episode of this freaky show.